Hi guys, this is Virtual Tea and Talk with Rima. This is the 11th episode. I am a graduate at UOB. I studied English and I'm here today to talk with Dan all about how to be kind to yourself. Dan, would you just like to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah. So um, I'm Dan. I'm graduating this year from my master's in biology at UOB as well. Um, I'm just excited to be here and have a little chat. Lovely. I think the reason why I really want to talk to you today about this topic is because I feel like we've both had very similar experiences um, at uni where we felt like we were really struggling and it came to a point where, you know, it was very easy to bottle things up and, you know, ask yourself questions like, um, like what am I doing wrong? Why am I feeling like this? And I think the hardest thing to do is to realise like how to actually be kind to yourself and I think what we were saying earlier was like not beating yourself up for how you're feeling is the biggest thing you can do because at university it's such a high pressure environment and you feel like you're looking at all these other people they all seem fine and you're just like oh why am I feeling like this but in reality loads of people might feel the same. Yeah, I think that's a really important point to make is that the experiences of other people that you, you know, within their own mental health, you can't actually see what's going on beneath the surface. And I found the most important thing that helped me to realise the thought processes that were leading me to, you know, those moments of beating myself up, like for feeling bad, wasn't just about being feeling bad or anything, it was about recognizing it and then feeling bad about the fact that I was feeling bad which just ends up going into a spiral so speaking to a couple of my friends um, that I was living with Mm. um, some lovely people they also were going through mental health problems and they had been for a longer time they had a lot more experience dealing with it Um, and talking to them kind of made me realize that you know I'm not the only person that feels bad and these people are also struggling but they've kind of learned to recognise that they are struggling and to kind of tell their brain to do one a little bit, you know. Yeah, so I think that's that's a really good point to touch on. And you kind of got to accept that the thoughts are there and that they, you know, they can be there for a really short amount of time or a really long amount of time. Um, but the main thing is to recognise it and to kind of help yourself understand why you might be feeling like that um as well yeah for sure and I think you know like you said it's all about that accepting stage where you're not thinking that there's something wrong with you because there isn't like and I'm like you know I'm sure so many people have those stages in their life where they're thinking like why am I feeling like this I thought I was past that stage but honestly like it's nothing wrong with you it's just sometimes how you, you know, you, you come to handle those situations and sometimes you won't be as strong as you want to be, but that's okay. You, you know, no one is going to always be 100%, especially at university. I think it's such a, you know, up and down roller coaster, especially with the pandemic that's, you know, been going on. I really struggled trying to submit my dissertation in, but it's trying to be kind with, you know, your um, achievements as well not just saying like oh 
I didn't do this on time. Like we were saying before that I've taken a massive break out of like doing anything, like podcasting, for example. And I remember when we had our call in the first place and I was like, oh, I need a break. And then Dan, you were like, just have a break. Like, just do, you know, have a break. What's wrong with that? And I was like, oh, yeah, why don't I do that? Like, why don't I just take some time out? So I think that's it was really nice to hear that. And I think some people, you know, sometimes need to remember that it's okay to step back from responsibilities. Yeah, I mean, the mo- at the moment, I'm going through writing my diss up, like we've been discussing as well. And, you know, I haven't been taking my own advice to you that often um, of taking a break. And I have a couple of things that I do outside of work each day. I tend to try and relax a bit in the evenings. And even just like that small amount, kind of, even if it's just a bit of escapism, like I, I game a little bit on my PlayStation or I go down and um, speak speak to my dad and we watch Love Island and Gogglebox and all of that um, trashy TV together, which is really mm. fun. So having that yeah. that kind of little bit of respite each day, if you're even if you're focusing on something really hard, it's, it's so, so important. You know, you know, you've got to look after yourself and recognise when things are getting a bit too hectic because that can lead to another one of those kind of spirals, uh, especially with university work and having to try and do university work from home and not having access to resources that we're used to having. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. I think, like, you're saying watching trashy TV is sometimes what you need to just escape for your life and, you know, it's okay to watch it (laughs) and just take that time out and have that break Um, because everyone needs time to, like, recover and, you know, heal from whatever experiences we're going through and... Like you said before, with your housemates, at that same time, it's fine to open up to them, I'm sure. So many people are in situations where they think, oh, no one's going to understand if I talk to them about it. But the reality is, like, that's not true. Like, I think you can give yourself the benefit of the doubt by thinking, oh, like, I might be feeling like this, but I'm sure other people can understand. I think that's a way to be kind to yourself, like, not be so critical of what you're thinking and just, you know, just do what makes you happy in a really cheesy way yeah I mean I I think there's nothing cheesy about doing what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting anyone else you know yeah and being someone who's kind of struggled throughout the past few years really and not actually recognized it until the past eight months it's something that I've I've thought about a lot in terms of being kind to yourself and recognizing other people can help you and other people will understand because mm-hmm. you end up if you're too focused on your own kind of thought processes and like oh I'm, I'm feeling bad why am I feeling bad what am I doing and if you actually kind of start to put that out there in a way and open up a little bit and yeah explain your thoughts to someone who's close to you that's that's such an important thing and it's such an important way to be kind to yourself because you're sharing a burden and people that care about you and more than happy to help you through things like that Mm. do you think that like one way to be kind to yourself would be to you know say if I'm saying negative things to myself to perhaps question like would I actually say this to anyone else would I actually you know these negative feelings or these you know these insults however you want to call them I realized like the other day that I would never say to anyone else oh you've not worked hard enough for you know your degree or you should have been doing more so what would you say to things like that when you're feeling really like bogged down or negative about 
you know, your achievements. Do you think a way to be kind to yourself would just think, actually, you'd never talk to anyone like that, so why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's definitely... Well, I think that's, a per- that's the perfect way when you start to think like that and you get trapped in negativity is to kind of extract it out from yourself and apply it to other situations. You're testing your own thought processes and, and feelings and applying them elsewhere. And when you do that, you can kind of, you can almost realise like the absurdity of some of the things that you think about yourself. Like, I, I definitely found that and, and through therapy that was a key kind of changing turning point I suppose for me was um, was being able to recognize and think about things that were on my mind that were bogging me down like you say and actually taking them and just critiquing them criticizing them I do that enough of my degree anyway so why not do it why not do it with these negative thoughts as well yeah what is like the best thing you've personally think you've learned through therapy if you don't mind us talking about it yeah, I don't mind talking about it. I think the best, the best thing, I, I had CBT. Yeah. And the, the best part of that for me was being able to look at the different aspects that are about my, my life and like the rules that I give myself and those rules kind of being broken by me in my own head, even though the rules aren't, you know, hurting anyone else. Things like, um, you know, smoking is bad. It's obviously bad for me, but there's no law against it. I, I started smoking and I started um, feeling really, really negative about it. Mm. But it's an addiction that I couldn't shake. And kind of applying the idea of a rule in my own head isn't necessarily something that I should always be keeping to. And applying that elsewhere, like I don't always need to be outgoing and sociable. Yeah. I would beat myself up about not wanting to go out to the pub with my friends when we could um, properly and so And I was kind of thinking, well, why am I feeling bad about that? If I don't feel like going, then that's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes you need a break from mm-hmm. socialising. So I think, like, just to summarise it, really, it's just the rules that you hold yourself to you don't always have to follow them and it's better to reframe them as you know it would be best if this happened if I did this xyz but it doesn't matter if occasionally I slip from that Mm, that really resonates with me because I personally felt like I don't know if you felt it or anyone else I'm sure other people must but like you know when you're starting a new term and you're like oh I didn't even go out much last term like I don't even see my friends much oh this term you're going to work harder you're going to see people more Mm. you're not always going to spend time in your room you need to be more outgoing and I think each term that always fell through like I had some amazing memories with like my closest friends but I didn't see them all the time I didn't see them every week and I used to be like oh you need to see them more before they all move Mm. back home and but the reality is that you know it's easy to say those things but People are busy, you're busy, you're doing a degree, you might be working part-time, you might be doing society stuff, there might be clashes. So I think, you know, try not to set yourself up for something that might be too um, unrealistic, if that makes sense. Like, it's okay to not always be going out, like you said before. It's, you know, it's natural to be, like, busy and clashing with other people. You don't need to have this amazing social life or experience that you need to be like oh it's the best three years of my life like for some people it is for some people it isn't and that's okay Hmm. I think you can have a great time you know without having to see everyone all the time um and if you aren't feeling you know up for it that's completely valid you don't always have to be in that outgoing mode like you said before yeah and like you know those all of those feelings are valid in university we're 
we're working <laughs> working really hard constantly like regardless of what degree you do mm. obviously there's there's a big unnecessary divide i think between humanities and stem that i try not to get involved in <laughs> but you know everyone works hard <laughs> everyone works hard and they may work hard in a different way and it's important to not kind of get caught up in things like that and feel negative again about you know mm-hmm. decisions that you've made university is like such a everything is heightened I think like it, everything's heightened and everything's condensed you know you have it's separated out into terms of 12 13 weeks whatever and when you go into it like you were saying kind of each term is like the opportunity for a new beginning kind of thing you end up thinking that I think as you go through it's like oh I'm going to do this better, I'm going to do that better, I'm going to do that better. But it's it's important to not kind of get caught up in feeling the need to, to set yourself loads and loads of goals and more to follow as you go through, kind of follow what interests you at the time. Mm. I think that's something I definitely, I definitely learned because I was definitely holding myself to much higher standards than I needed to throughout the whole thing in every aspect, like socialising degree grades assignments all of that like it's just important to focus on you and your health and your mental health and be kind to yourself in that way yeah I really agree with that like not setting yourself these these goals that you have to you're thinking once I do x y and z I'm going to be happy then I think it's unfair to yourself to set yourself sometimes these like really high expectations and like you're saying like we should be, you know, proud of ourselves for attending university in the first place, um, especially if you work part time, if you're traveling in or, you know, whatever's going on at home. Yeah. It's treating yourself in a way that's you're respecting yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Respecting yourself is really important. And like you say, with university in general, it's a massive achievement for anyone to go to university and to go to go through it and to, to get through it. And it's I would say for me it's actually going through my mental health problems during university that makes me proud about what I've achieved at university. You know, it's like everyone has their own struggles and university is hard anyway. <laughs> so when you combine that with with mental health problems, you just need to realise that even if you weren't at university, mental health and getting through mental health problems is such a massive achievement in and of itself. So going through that at the same time as your degree and studying to a, a really high level in whatever field you're interested in, both of those are solid achievements on their own. And putting them together, I think you've just got to feel like a bit of a superhero at the end of it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one thing I wish, looking back on my three years, is a way I wish I was kinder to myself to be like, you know, you are doing amazing. Like, you need to realise that. Like, it doesn't matter what, what grades you're getting, how many things you're doing outside of your degree. The fact that you're doing it and, like, not giving up. Even when, I'm sure like, we both had the mm. situation where we felt like dropping out or didn't want to be there at any... To pick yourself up from those situations yeah. is so hard. And, you know, looking back now, if anyone else was in a similar position, like, they, you should be proud of yourself. And I think one way I kind of did that was like not treating my low mood as something to be embarrassed of like just accepting that they were there and treating it like a a physical health issue as well like realizing that you know Mm. mental health is important I needed to take time off so I took time off like if I'd broken my back or something you wouldn't still be doing physical exercise would you You know you you take a step back you take a step back to (laughs) heal 
and I think that is the biggest kindness you can do to yourself just recognizing that it is okay to look after yourself if you need time off yeah and I think goes in in the same in the same kind of direction with people that do end up deciding that university isn't for them and dropping out because of mental health reasons or deciding to defer a year because of mental health reasons as well I've known a couple of people at uni that have had quite serious physical health problems that have meant that they've had to defer a year or a couple of years in one case actually and that was necessary for them to regain their health regain their strength and you know get back on the horse and come back to uni and and carry on if they wanted to or pursue something different that they were interested in so I think that's an important thing to note as well like thinking about dropping out isn't a failure to if you're thinking about that for the reasons of your mental health then you know I'd I'd say that after taking it all into consideration you need to do what's right for you in your health it's like say you, you broke your back you're not gonna you know play hockey the next week are you gonna you know take some time out mental health is it's not this abstract mm. thing I study biology and I was making notes on a webinar about different mental health problems and their kind of physical and chemical basis in the brain. It's all down to physical stuff. When it comes down to the raw biological things, it's just our brains are a bit crazy and complex and we overanalyze and tend to to make mental health stuff abstract from physical health when it really isn't at all. Well, I think it'd be nice to round off by looking back on the last couple of years at uni what is one thing that you wish you had told yourself one tip to say like how you should be kinder to yourself I think the one thing that I would like to tell my past self is that you're not in it um, on your own you're not on your own at all you have people around you there are plenty of people at university that you can talk to about things and it's much more important for your own health to share things with people and approach mental health as something that isn't wrong with you but something that you need to get through and that you can get through. I think one thing that I would say to myself is that it's okay to cry like even over the like the smallest thing because I remember like being upset about something and thinking why am I upset about this it's so small and then thinking oh you're really weak like no it's literally it's fine to cry it's okay to be upset about something you can just let it out it's fine it doesn't make you a different person or a weak person people get upset about different things and you don't need a reason to be upset sometimes if you feel upset about something that's fine your feelings are valid and how upset you're always valid but once you've had that cry um don't beat yourself up about it it's okay and when you're ready there are those other people to talk to yeah i mean like letting out emotion is so important anyway and it's it is a physical reaction to stuff too you know your your emotions are just like they can be really raw sometimes letting them out is actually more important than keeping faith in my opinion um otherwise they can get quite extreme and confusing because you might be bottling up some anger in one sense and some sadness in another sense and you end up reacting to things in a really volatile mm. unpredictable way and it makes things really difficult for yourself mm. socially and um, in your own head so don't be afraid to cry <laughs> it's mm. okay have a hug <laughs> afterwards yeah definitely um it's been lovely to talk to you it's been really nice just to talk about the fact that 
their feelings are there and it, it's okay to have them and the biggest thing you can do to yourself is be kind when you have those feelings and you aren't a different person for having those feelings I'm pretty sure everyone goes through life and definitely has ups and downs um you're not alone and there are people out there to support you yeah I agree 100% I've really enjoyed talking to you as well I think what you're doing with this podcast is a really important project this important thing to do to just provide a space where people can talk about mental health because more we talk about it the more we can normalize it and the less people can suffer in silence so thanks for having me thank you for coming on bye bye